Welcome to the Inspiring Tech Leaders podcast with me, Dave Roberts. In collaboration with Foundry, I'm pleased to share with you part one of the recent CIO 100 live session, where judges for the 2022 cohort provide important tips on making a successful CIO 100 UK application. The first episode features Kevin Gibbs and Ian Golding talking with the CIO UK editor, Doug Drinkwater. I hope you enjoy this episode. Good afternoon, everyone, uh, and welcome to this special CI100 prep session. And today I'm joined by an assortment of CI100 judges. We've got an hour, but we're going to split this session into three, essentially. So the first session, I'm joined by Kevin Gibbs. Good morning, Kevin. Morning. Well, it's afternoon. Oh, in the morning, <laughs> don't I? Sorry. Good afternoon. Um, and uh, Ian, if you're there, we, we have Ian Golding on the line as well. Good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon, Doug. Hello, everyone. Fantastic. So we'll kick off this session in just a few moments, but just to give you a bit more clarity around the session today. So the first session uh, with Kevin and Ian, we're going to look at best practice, what we're hoping to see from submissions this year, CIO 100, and what trends may emerge in 2022. The second session, I'm joined by Madhu Babuta and Chris Weston, and we're going to look at how you gain confidence to apply, how you overcome imposter syndrome, but ultimately how you see the benefits of CI 100, because yes, it is an awards, but I think it is much more than that as well. And then finally, the third session, I'm joined by Janet Day, Dave Roberts and Madhu again. And we'll be looking at the importance of being part of an open and inclusive community of, of leaders really from all walks of life. Yeah, looking forward to these sessions. Now, if you have any questions, uh, please do put them in the chat box and I'll endeavour to press them to our judges today. I see a few of you have already joined us, so thank you for joining. Maybe just put where you're from and uh, what you're looking forward to hear from this session. Before I get started, just a very short primer on what the CI100 is, because I appreciate not everybody will know uh, about the 100. So it's been going over a decade now, and we're celebrating the brightest and best digital data and technology leaders in the UK. So again, yes, it is an awards, but I think I speak for many in that it's a community of people that you can share problems with, bounce ideas off as well. So Kevin, Ian, let's get straight into this first session then. So Kevin, you and I were the kind of newbie judges last year, uh, some experiences I'm sure we can share from that. And Ian has that honour this year, uh, thrown uh, fresh into the into the fire. But um, I'm going to start with you, Kevin. What are your, what's your kind of experience last year of judging and what kind of struck you most from the submissions? Thank you, Doug, for welcoming again onto the panel. I, I think the, the, my sort of key reflections of last year was just how well the sector was really doing in terms of influencing the wider organisations that they sit within. Technology leaders are now at that top table and the CIO 100 is really about how we celebrate people's achievements in that space. I think what's really key, I think, as someone judging um, and people won't appreciate that actually there's an awful lot of work goes in and people say that about lots of stuff, but pages and pages of submission per person. And, and, and it is a, a, a real uh, a big piece of work for us to take on. So for me, it's an, an opening gambit, an opening piece of information is that people need to think about what's their story. And how do, they, how do they structure that story so that it's easy for us as judges to read and to pull out the things that they're doing uh, that they think is really good? Because it can feel like you're doing a sort of a school exercise piece. And if we read that, it's really difficult to pick out the bits that are really interesting and exciting. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking of easy to read, Kevin, I'll never forget last year, we go in the story that I had a late submission that I forwarded to yourself and Christine, and, and only later when I read it did I realised it was like war and peace. So uh, <laughs> being concise is definitely uh, definitely no bad thing there. Ian, so obviously you're kind of new into the judging team this year and got obviously a wonderful experience and, and background. So first of all, welcome and, and thanks for joining the team. But okay. uh, what are you expecting and hoping to see this year? What are you kind of hoping by the end of this that we're seeing from the community? Thanks, Doug. Yeah, pleasure to be your newbie, newbie. Well, um, great advice there from Kevin as well. Look, we we already know that the entrants are going to be some of the brightest and best, right? So I think, you know, really this is about portraying, in essence, your brand and what the entrant is individually trying to capture here. You know, obviously giving a lot of credit to others where that's due for sure. But, you know, think how, think how this is being presented. You know, while context is everything, it's good to understand the organisational context, but really it is about you or the entrant that's being, you know, the submission is for, you know, just like a very simple thing we've heard before, but, you know, this essence of star storytelling, you know, there's the situation, the task, the action, the result, <clears throat> you know, thinking about what you're going to write in that way. Maybe you don't have to literally set it out like that, but if it doesn't seem clear to you in setting it out in a way like that, it may just get lost in the mass of words. So, you know, I think just getting really, really clear on what you're trying to convey for someone else is great. And as CIOs, we solve problems. We don't expect the world to be perfect. It's really, really interesting to hear about the problems. We don't just want to hear about the shine. We solve difficult problems that sometimes help organisations to change, transform, obviously, completely. So, you know, let us know some of that. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I think there's some good points there on storytelling, being clear on the message. I think um, just being authentic, actually, is is quite powerful and and telling the story in your own words. I would say the ones that we did see applications before that have been gone via PR or marketing teams, and you lose that that tone of voice, you lose that storytelling uh, Mm. and that openness, perhaps, of of what you've achieved, as you say, in some Mm. of the challenges that, that you've come along along the way i mean kevin just uh, obviously last year you know there's obviously a ream of questions that people have to go through and i think what i want what i want to look at now is this year between us as a, a judging team we have made some changes some additions and the ones that spring to my mind um yeah there's a greater focus for example on how you're looking after your team from a kind of well-being perspective how you're facilitating hybrid working um, i think one thing that really stands out for me is we want that quantifiable data or evidence on things like DNI and sustainability. It's okay talking about it, but we want to see some evidence of actual progress as well. And there's some, also some other, other areas on skills gaps and, and kind of the vendor relationship. But what kind of sticks out for you is the most pertinent new areas, perhaps, that we, we haven't explored in previous years? I'm not sure if it's a new area, but I'm certainly focused on innovation. And, and I think innovation can be in two ways. You can be doing something that everyone else is doing, but in a really challenging context. So the um, there was a, a couple of applications last time where the context was really challenging, even though it would be said that other people are doing something very similar. But also we were seeing some real strong innovation in what would be considered to be quite traditional contexts. So... I think it's about how you how you tell that story about doing something which is innovative. There's going to be trends everyone's doing. So last year, there was an awful lot of rolling out Microsoft Teams and rolling out devices very quickly. So you think that everyone's going to be saying that. As an, as an applicant, I'd be looking to see what were you doing differently in terms of either 
style, approach, or context, which would stand out in terms of that's why you're you're, you're making that bid. So not just following the trends, but setting those, thinking about impact, both in terms of the, the wider CIO community, but in terms of your organisation. Why did it matter to your organisation? And talking about the relationship with your team, how have you brought the team into that piece of work? It is about what you've achieved, but actually it's, uh, you're a leader of people. So how do you bring people through that, that story as well? So, yeah, I think it's that for me, those, those milestones or those, those mileposts in terms of your storytelling is always around that innovative and impact and change. Fantastic. Thanks, Kevin. Ian, what do you think? What are the kind of trends that you're hoping to see from submission? Yeah, so, um, look, I mean, if, so, if someone describes themselves as a transformative, innovative, progressive, collaborative CIO, etc., we're just going to be thinking about why is that? Kevin couldn't agree more. Like, what is the essence of what they're trying to say? So I think no copy-paste marketing. I think that's, that's a no-no. We can go to websites. It's great to understand, capture the essence of what a company does, but really it's, a, it's all about the role and the impact, isn't it? So getting on to impact it would be great to hear about where technology is really being put to use as a force for good i mean this can be you know where this is for the wider world this is really 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 interesting to read about we love hearing about the the actual world impact of the work that we're doing even if it's a step removed from the direct impact it's good to see how that contribution comes and look in a world uh, where the planet's getting warmer we've got you know highest concentration co2 levels for 14 million years or so uh, esg environmental social uh, and governance um, impact is a consideration. We have our part to play, right? We've got data centers. And if we don't have our own data centers, we're using someone else's data centers. So if we're using someone else's data centers, we'll still have a carbon footprint. Do we understand something about our consumption directly or indirectly? Uh, you know, so just understanding uh, something around sustainability to what, you know, what, what the impact is of what we're doing, perhaps around sustainability and um, doing good for society, I think could be really good if there's an opportunity to highlight that. Yeah. Absolutely. And perhaps there's more progression this year in terms of evidence, because I think, Kevin, I mean, I'm speaking for the team here, but we did see some evidence of people taking more substantive roles in in sustainability initiatives, but perhaps the evidence was a little bit light on the ground in in some respects. Yeah, I'm thinking, again, it's some of the, the, the weaker submissions was there were blocks of information. I did this, I did that, I did this, we bought that. But what a CIO does is takes all of those technology elements, all of those strands of what is service delivery, and weaves them into a set of changes for the organisation. So not only do we want to hear about the, the, the thing that you're most passionate about, but how have you weaved in equality, diversity and inclusion into that conversation? So rather than saying, oh, I've hired this, but actually saying, you know, I brought these skills in, so I have a diverse workforce, and that's enabled us to achieve. So from, from the, uh, the green agenda and sustainability side, it's about how does it fit into your overall strategy? So as you tell us what your strategy is and what your outcomes are, these are part of the inputs, uh, you know, your supplier community, your, your own staff, your, your passion, your organisational context. So it's, it's, as I said, it's, if you're telling a, um, a cohesive story what brings all those elements together, I think it's easier to see what what's uh, really exciting rather than just giving us sort of blobs off. And, yeah. and I agree with Ian that anyone who gets their comms team to fill in the form forum, it stands out like a mile. And mm-hmm. 
they concentrate on the organisation, not on what you have done, because ultimately that's the thing that they're selling. What yeah. we want to see is what you're selling in terms of what do you bring to your organisation, mm-hmm. how's your if you took you out of your organisation and your successes over the year, how would it be substantially different and worse? And that's the thing that you want to get into your submission. Yeah. Also, uh, Kevin, you can spot the marketing buzzwords a mile off too i think uh, which is it's a no-go but but actually just from the storytelling piece i think one thing that's important to note and i agree with the comments about the need to storytell but uh, let me just tell a brief story about one trap i fell into last year you know obviously being a professional journalist i look out for people that have got a good you know a very good writers and natural storytellers so but but naturally i would say it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a wonderful storyteller to submit you could be you know, people come from all walks of life. Not everyone has that innate ability um, or skill set, really. So I guess we're looking for a set of accomplishments with a nature of storytelling, but you don't have to be a writer, I guess, to, to put your submission across, is what I'm trying to say. And I think what we, we found was, and, and so in, in my world, much more forgiving about writing style. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not looking for a JK Rowling. What we want is to hear your authentic voice and for you to put over what is important to you. And, and so if you think that, all oh, my writing style is a bit rough, I'm, I'm worried that how am I going to be perceived in, in the written form? Actually, if you're telling really strong stories about things that you've got passion for, that will come across. None of us are sitting there as pedants looking at the, 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 the grammar of your submission. <laughs> what we're looking at is the quality of that. And can we understand the story? The story and try to work things through is really important, but it doesn't need to be a, a, a full narrative. It just needs to be coherent. I said, I think we found some people just put reams of statements. And I was yeah. like, and so what? And it's the so what that you need to answer. Um, Kevin, uh, Ian, I'm going to have to draw it to a close in just a second, but um, let me just finish with each of you. And Ian, I'll come to you first and then Kevin. One top tip for submission and one thing to avoid. My, my top tip aim to avoid is, uh, top tip is concise. Mm-hmm. Concise, there's more than 100 people submit. There's only 100 we can pick. And I think you made the point, Doug, about we had one which was, what, 20-odd pages? Yeah, um, mm-hmm. So, you know, 20-odd pages is really great, but eight pages telling me the same story would be even better. So avoid telling us everything. Be concise. Get your story across. Point. What about yourself, Ian? I would say avoid buzzwords, authenticity, and passion by far preferred rather than polish. And probably a really good thing to do would be to give it to a friend or family member that doesn't work in tech. And if ask them to tell you what they think you just what you just explained. And if they struggle, then maybe just make it a little bit more grounded, get to the essence of what you're actually explaining. Yeah, that's great, uh, great comments. And actually, I have heard a few people before saying that they often do that sometimes with their peers, but sometimes friends and family as well, just to get a bit of a sounding board, really. But um, yeah. Ian, Kevin, I'm going to have to leave it there, but um, you'll st- hopefully stick around for any questions at the end. But first of all, uh, thanks for joining us and really enjoyed catching up. Sure, thank you. Good luck, everyone. Yeah. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and stay tuned for more inspiring tech leaders.